Hey guys, Rachel here. So today we actually have a special guest on the podcast. Um, but before I get into that, um, I want to send out a special thanks to our sponsor, RacingJunk.com. So um, obviously it is racing season, guys, for some people. Unfortunately for us, it doesn't start until at least another month or two. Um, and trust me, I know off the whole off-season thing is hard for us, and I'm sure it's hard for other people. Um, so people are getting their cars ready, or they're getting rid of their cars, or they're, you know, trying to find parts, whatever the case may be. Um, definitely go to RacingJunk.com for all your needs. I mean, they have thousands upon thousands of listings, and also you can post your own listings for free. You can start for free. So definitely check out racingjunk.com and they are the official classifieds for Race Wife Unfiltered. Welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered, hosted by your favorite bougie race wife, Rachel Thornhill. Every week she shares stories of her life as a race wife and other women in motorsports, giving them a platform so their voices can be heard. Hey guys, welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill, and today we have a special guest with us. She is part of the staff of the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, and she's also an F1 content creator. So welcome, Sabina Majali. Hi. Yeah. Hey, Sabina. Hi, how are you? Good. I, I'm so glad you were able to come on, and guys, for people that don't know where she is located, it is currently 2 a.m. So I'm <laughs> yeah. so glad that she was willing to come on this late because I I know, I'm sure she's exhausted. So this no, will not okay. be an extremely long episode because Sabina needs sleep, okay? <laughs> so. <laughs> That's okay. I love it fun. It shows like how I love it fun, you know? Uh, I'm right. all the time here. <laughs> So obviously, um, how did you get into racing? Like, did you grow up around racing as, you know, as a kid? Or was this something that you just got into later in life? Uh, thank you, by the way, for inviting me. Yeah, of course. Uh, so let me tell you like that. When I was around 18 years old, in my country, um, suddenly new events uh, started happening. And it, it like... Around 2015, around 2016, um, my company, right now my company, said that there, there's happening Formula One at the Bajan Grand Prix. And I was like, oh, okay, it's car, right? Mm -hmm. It's just car. Um, you can ask me, how do you know it? Uh, how, how can you understand, like, it's happening and your company says it? Uh, I was working in European games. It was... Um, 2015 and I was there as a volunteer so after that that the same company started doing another event which calls Formula One and at, at, at this point I heard about that and I was like okay and I had like no willingness I was like no idea I just only knew that okay there's M Michael Schumacher and that's it no <laughs> idea 
that just imagine I didn't know anyone and after starting that I still didn't have any idea mm -hmm. uh, because we had trainings we had some I don't know stuff about inform like information that's it and I knew that that's okay but I never watched it even when I was working till the moment I was working and this said that uh, said us um, if you start working there uh, try to use earplugs and I was like mm -hmm. why why do I need that no it's okay <laughs> And when it started, I was like, oh my, oh my God, I don't want to swear. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what is that? And this time, yeah, first time I got into it when I was, when I saw it in my real life, in my real eyes. And additionally, the sarcastic way of it is um, I couldn't see race uh, oh. properly because I was working in the garage. Okay. Um, yeah, in the parking, not the team's garage, but in the parking. Oh. You can ask me how. Let me let me explain shortly about <laughs> that too. Um, in 2016, um, I was again a volunteer because I was um, like 18 years old, and I was the manager assistant as a volunteer okay. manager assistant of ceremony team. And at the, at this point, um, we had performers performers who should start the Formula One uh, race. Uh, first of all, performers came, uh, then drivers come. And that's why we were preparing them at this point. And that's the reason why, till the moment the race starts, we couldn't go out, like outside. We were oh, okay. uh, in June in a 35 degree in the parking. It was exhausted. We were like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so that's why I didn't know what's happening, who won, who like doesn't win and so on <laughs> so that's why uh, first year was like that but in any case i heard sounds so much <laughs> even i didn't see properly but uh, by the way additionally people who never been um in races let me shortly tell you you can't see cars properly you can't see it because they go so fast and mm -hmm. like you can't follow up them so detailed that's why it's like oh it comes. Oh, it <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it happened like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, the fact that you, you know, got started just even being around um, F1, you know, that that's still something that a lot of people still don't even get to experience, you know, even though, yeah, yeah you didn't properly see the race, like you, but you were still physically at the track. Um, you know, some people still will never even get that experience. So, I mean, so that's still really cool that that, that was something that you got yeah. to experience, you know, at yeah, a young so, age. Yeah, yeah. I never, I can't forget that. Not just because of the race, but because of the atmosphere of it too. Because Formula One, uh, I've been in other kind of events as well, like Euro, UEFA, Euro 2020. Uh, etc but Formula one is another thing it's not just sport it's a motorsport that's the reason why you the, the atmosphere is quite different and i've never seen the same thing in other events too that's why um, it doesn't matter you see cars you don't see cars you see drivers you don't see drivers mm -hmm. you, when you are in it like you feel the vibe <laughs> right yeah just being around um motorsports in general the people um, it's, yeah, it's a totally different atmosphere. The community is, is different. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. That's why I love it.
yeah and right now i feel like yeah it was the it was the moment that i was in it because even when i was younger i mean of course i'm young too right now but 18 is different right right you are not in your 20s as well so uh, i had some couple of my friends told me like why do you need to go there like mm-hmm. you're just a volunteer and so on this they said like this uh, and they could understand why why something bring me to it you know mm-hmm. uh, it's like there's race people uh, so many new people uh friends concerts drivers like everything including so that's why yeah it was great yeah um and and i get what you mean it's like people that are not familiar with motorsports um when they're they're obviously outsiders looking in and they're like why would you want to be around that? Why? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, so I, I get that because, I mean, I've been around racing for 19 years now because my husband races locally and stuff. And so I completely understand that because I didn't grow up around racing either. So I didn't I didn't know anything about racing until I met my husband. And that was <laughs> when, you know, and it's like we're talking about. 19 years later it's like this this is all like this is my life like so it yeah i i get that because it's like when we met we met when i what when i was 18 you know 18 19 yeah and so it's like now you know it's like it's crazy because it's like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be 38 this year and it's like wow you don't look (laughs) Actually, it, it's funny because when I tell people that, they're like, there's no way. You're lying. Yeah. Like, are you really going to be, like, are you really almost 40? Like, that doesn't make sense. I'm yeah, just I'm just very fortunate. I have really good genes. <laughs> like, because my mom, like, my mom doesn't look her age at all. So, like, that's, I'm, I'm just very fortunate that. Yeah, yeah, it seems really, <laughs> I, I sound like you are 25, 26. That, that's it. Oh, Thank you. I appreciate that. I never would have thought I'd still look like I was in my twenties, but yeah, no, um, it, it, it's crazy because like I have two daughters and wow. Yeah. My oldest will be 19 this year. Wow. Oh my God. No, no. My oldest daughter, she's actually at college, so she doesn't live at home. Um, and then my youngest daughter is, she's going to be, um, 16 this year. So, wow. yeah. Yeah. That's no, crazy. No way. <laughs> well, so right. true. <laughs> it's, it's funny, but yeah, it, that it, it is true. But, um, but yeah, so it's definitely, um, different, right? It's like being around motorsports all that time. Yeah. It, it, the community is just completely different. Um, yeah. But. I love it because it's like the people that you meet are some of like some of the best people you'll ever, you know, you'll ever be around. So I I totally get that. Um, But yeah, Yeah. it's different whenever you have like, you know, people that aren't involved because they they don't really understand. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And it's like not until you can actually convince them to come to a race. And then it's like then everything changes because then they actually see it firsthand. Um, Yes. Yeah, we try we try really hard to get people like to come to races with us that have never been because it's like you don't really know based off of TV like TV is not it's not enough because 
you're not going to be able to experience the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you one interesting fact, mm -hmm. which is not interesting at the same time, because <laughs> obviously I uh, saw a tr track and the race mm. in real life. And after that, I watched it on TV mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, oh, it's not the same. Like mm -mm. it doesn't, it doesn't show the same vibe. And right. uh, because we have backstage as well. I was in the backstage. I was in front. Mm -hmm. I saw the same thing. And that's why when I watched it, I was like, okay, I just, I, I could, I could see all the drivers and teams and that, that, that's it. But it's more than that. Of course, it's, it's the main thing on the race for sure, mm -hmm. but it's not all. So people should see it in their, like in races and they should come definitely. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, and especially like when it comes to F1, that is the epitome of motorsports, right? But for some people, you know, it is hard to afford to go to, to an F1 race. Um, yeah. cause I mean, like we've never been, um, I would love to, but yeah, it's like, it is, I mean, Price wise, it's on a totally different level, um, you yeah. know, and, and and that's why a lot of people have to watch it on TV. But but like you said, it's like if you can afford to go, try to because yeah. it's a totally different experience when you can actually go see a race in person. Um, yeah, but but let me tell you one fact. Uh, there's a thing like calls marshalling, right? Uh, people could be a marshal as well uh, in next their country or around their country or in their country like my like for example my uh, people right mm -hmm. because let me tell you interesting fact um people who are marshal in my country some of my friends let's say um they are already a community each, uh, with each other and that's why when um, they they have the call they call um, their race and after the race like post race syndrome, mm -hmm. uh, there were I know people who was thirty years old, and right now it's been seven years and they are seven it, it was their seventh marshalling and right now they are thirteen years old, and they are still the they are doing the same in each. Um, Grand Prix in Azerbaijan and at, mm. uh, at this point they all the time after the race they feel this post-race syndrome because they say like ours like all uh, dopamine or serotonin all these uh, things are going higher and higher and after that like they sharply it's decreasing mm -hmm. uh, on the on Monday so that's why people can understand why we are so depressed even people like all these people are getting together and uh, being depressed together. <laughs> yeah, so I feel that. So that um, what I mean from here is like, um, of course, not everyone should be like Marshall or volunteer or stuff mm -hmm. or something. But if you really, really want to be there, like you can just try. I mean, everything not with money. Um, of course, uh, it's easy to say maybe, but. When you try it, you see the difference, right? Like maybe something will happen. I know so many people who, I know one Marshall who was 70, 72 years old. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, David, he was English. Uh, and he all the time came Azerbaijan Grand Prix, other Grand Prix. And I was like shocked because he stood on the grid, you know, and mm -hmm. it's the most dangerous thing uh, for old people, older right. people. Right. 
yeah and he was like running while ca- the car is coming i was like wow <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is my future i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's why people should or either way you can save money to come mm-hmm. right yeah well and actually that's interesting to know um that you can actually like volunteer to like work at the you know work at the track for the races and stuff because i'm sure there's a lot of people that don't know that um you know and that could be another way for them to be able to you know go to these races especially if they're not able to afford you know um to save up financially they could actually go and you know work the race and but they get to be there and actually experience everything exactly. so no that though no, that's actually really good to know because I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't know that and i did not know that that you could just you know you can volunteer like for certain positions and stuff at these yeah. at these races so yeah yeah no yeah, that's yeah. really good to know because yeah, yeah that but that's crazy because like you know um I think if more people knew that, like they, you know, they would be able to have more opportunities to actually go to F1 races. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, for example, um, I have a friend who is like Azerbaijani, mm-hmm. uh, lived in US. Now he's oh. like here again. Uh, when he talks about Formula One, he's just like, uh, I'm going to be Marshall here because I have a friend. She told me about that, blah, blah, blah. It, this is me. She's mm-hmm. me. Who told me. <laughs> and people, uh, said like it's impossible it was like why it's impossible it was like no way it's so imp- it's so hard to get in he was like why they say like because in u.s people are like many and more more of them are like willing to apply to be marshal and mm. so many stuff but in europe it's different in europe um i don't know the capacity of people or maybe people for example, in our country, it's like that. Um, if you apply easily, and if you are really, really into motorsport, you can be marshaled so easily. So that's why when uh, he talks about that, people were shocked. Uh, what I mean here, maybe people just think like it's hard mm. because it's in US or because it's in Europe. No, maybe you, you if you apply, if you try to do that, uh, you, you can achieve it. I don't think that it's, everything is impossible, right? Right. Uh, yeah, you should just like it's it's the same like uh, being stuff. Uh, uh, I really remember how I I really really like wake up and go to my bed and all the time felt like one day I'm gonna be like stuff of well stuff of Formula One even after being volunteer because. Um, there are, there were so many people who really want to do that. And at the same time, I was the person who able to do that as well. But you should like really show how you, you have organization skill. At the same time, you, you, you should show how you love Formula One. And uh, when I achieved it, I was like, okay, if you do that, you can do everything, Savina. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's why believe in yourself. Right. Yeah. No. And you're you're right. It's like sometimes people don't take that chance um, on themselves, and it's like you just never know what will happen. It's like just try, and you know, if you, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least you can say that you that you tried. Yeah. Um, you oh. know, and for that, it's just applying. Like all you have yes. to do is fill out an application. Like it's not. It, you know, it's not like you're 
It's not like you're having to like compete in the Olympics or something. Like you're just yeah. filling out an application that will take maybe 10 minutes of your time. And if you don't even take that chance, then it's like, yeah, I mean, of course you're going to think everything's hard. Like you didn't even take 10 minutes on yourself exactly. to see if it'll work, you know, cause you never know. Like they might like what, you know, your resume over everybody else's, exactly. um, but you, you just don't know that until you try. So exactly. Yeah. So you should do you should keep going like maybe just again maybe just you can save up money and go like that i i believe that if if you really want to do that it's not just only one once happening in the year right it happens mm -hmm. a lot during the year so mm -hmm. you you can go for it yeah yeah and um and the biggest thing is like like you said it's just trying like believing yes. in yourself when it comes to anything i mean you know with motorsports whether it's you working behind the scenes you being a content creator or um you know if you if you're wanting to be a driver like whatever it whatever it is anything in motorsports you have to take a risk you have to yes. believe in yourself you have to you know do yeah, you have to, to do it yeah yeah exactly just to, let me add something here mm -hmm. about that just imagine that I'm the all, almost only one in my country who is content creator. Just can you imagine? There's no. I saw a couple of other full, um, uh, content creators as well, mm -hmm. but they mostly um, don't focus on analysis. They just like try to edit many video clips and that's it. Oh, okay. Like in this type of content mm -hmm. creation, but um, in my type of content creation, who is like giving analysis, following up everything about Formula One, blah blah blah, is like I never seen anyone till like till this moment because um, I'm my native language is not English, my native mm -hmm. language is Azerbaijani, and to be able to like to talk in English native as native and uh, knowing uh, knowing font terms mm -hmm. at the same time is a little bit hard right. so that's why it's not like uh, praising myself <laughs> I'm just like I'm just trying to uh, explain like uh, maybe it's hard but like right. if you start doing that maybe you are the only one but if you really want to do that you will be do that and that's it like there's no way uh, saying something is impossible no right. I'm you're only one, but I'm pretty sure that after two or three years, there will be a lot of content creators in my country as well. Right. Uh, who knows how it will be, but um, even there's no one, you can be the one, right? You right. Can be the first. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I mean, with you being, you know, the content creator that's different <laughs> from everybody else in your country, that's what makes you stand out. And that's what makes you pay pretty much pave that, you know, pave that path for other content creators in your country to possibly, you know, do almost the, the same thing. Um, but everybody is different, you know, when it comes to content creation anyway, because nobody is you like, you know, yeah. you're the only you. And so we're all different. Even if we're talking about the same thing, we all bring different things to the yes. table. And so that's why, like, I don't have a problem with other content creators coming on here because even though we're all in the same 
motorsports mm -hmm. industry, we all do different things. We don't exactly. all talk about the same things. Like you talk about F1 with me, it's just women in motorsports, period. It doesn't matter like, you know, what they're involved in, whether it's F1 or NASCAR or whatever, it doesn't make a difference because I want all women in motorsports to be able to share their stories. And, you know, and I'm kind of paving the path too, because I even yeah. bring on, I bring on, you know, even like local drivers, like drivers that like, you know, are not in big organizations that only race at like their local tracks. And then I also bring on race wives, which nobody ever talks to them. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, yeah, we're just all kind of doing things differently, but that's what makes, you know, that's what makes our content creation unique is because yeah. we're not trying to be like everybody else and we're doing exactly. our own thing. So, yeah, exactly. that's why it's, it's called creation, right? Like, because you create this one, mm -hmm. like you, you, you are different because it's because of this creature creation of it. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, after being content creator, uh, I like this is uh, th uh, this is like first time I'm saying it, but <laughs> being content creator is totally different being a staff in F1 because uh, in most cases I was focused on my job because it's really so stressful. It's really really so stressful. You don't you never know what happens uh, during the races, and you are the behind of it. Mm -hmm. And additionally. Um, during the races we work so hard physically and mentally uh, just imagine like uh, like my, me mm -hmm. uh, started working till like i woke up at 6 a.m and went to bed around 2 a.m around this whole week but interestingly it's the best moment of my life and i was like okay please god i don't want to sleep just like <laughs> give me 24 hours just only living the moment that's why um yeah we like we were really tired during the races what i uh, what i mean here is being content creator is um seeing the real race in uh, seeing the real race details okay it's like um while i wasn't organizing a part i was like okay i should do this i should do this uh, and doing my own stuff but while I was content creator, I was really going into the all details about drivers, about races, about the corners, people, uh, even sometimes, you know what happened? Uh, while I was working, someone won there, let's say. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And, I, and I'm on my laptop, I was like, who won? Oh, someone, Max won, oh, it's okay. So and I continued working there again because our focus on different thing. And mm -hmm. we, um, congratulate the team or something like we have another duty there but at the same time of course you are in it that that's what's okay what i mean here but when i when i'm watching it i really enjoy i was like oh my god ferrari against sucks oh my god where will happen this <laughs> this thing and so on that's why i think um I, i'm really grateful to be kind of critter as well it, it's 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 it gives me another motivation in about formula one like more different than that right yeah it's different than being behind the scenes and like yeah. because you're able to kind of do do your own thing um and you're not having to like do regular work like because obviously it's trying to separate your job from 
what you truly want to do, which is content creation. Um, yeah. And I know what that's like, because it's like, but except I don't work in the motorsports industry, but yeah, it's like trying to shut off like your job and then like switch over to like what you're passionate about. Um, yeah. yeah, sometimes, yeah, the stress of your job can kind of cut into your, you know, you trying to trying to do something you're passionate about and so it's like no, it's yeah. okay <laughs> the thing because when you are in it it doesn't matter where mm -hmm. are you what are you do doing your spectator your staff your right. volunteer you are in it that's mm -hmm. it like kill the wife yeah there's a uh i live in the racetrack okay my building is on the racetrack oh, okay uh so uh fortunately <laughs> and my family uh, obviously hear the sounds of it, okay? And they always, uh, during the races, tell me like, oh my God, Sabina, you can't understand how the uh, sound is coming. We can't sleep, we can't go. And they're complaining, they don't like Formula One. They, they, they are not fan of it. And I'm like, okay, I'm used to it. Mm -hmm. uh, they just love Formula One because of me. Oh, <laughs> this That's it. And, right. and I was like, I know I was there. I heard everything, and they were like, "So you see how it's disturbing?" <laughs> I was like, "No, no, you're crazy, right?" So, if you are not a fan and you can't, when you are, you can't see cars, even if you are, if you live in the racetrack, it's like it goes so fast. So that's why my dad is like is not fan of it and he doesn't like want to look at watch from the balcony or who won or who doesn't mm. and that's why when i'm like um no you know how it's perfect how it's chilly and he's like sabina i heard the same thing but i didn't enjoy how do people enjoy people keep the money for the ticket they afford it and i was like <laughs> i understand okay okay i feel the same way for the football okay uh, at this point we we agree with him we deal with him when i say about football yeah and 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 see i i get that like my parents are they're not into motorsports at all they don't understand like how i'm into it or like why my husband's into it or anything like that um but yeah, I mean they do support like my podcast and stuff, but yeah, they don't they don't understand. Yeah, they're, just like, they're like we support it because it's you, but like that's really it. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I always talk about like Formula One is like that. I did like that. My reels is like that, and they were like, Sabina, please stop sometimes, right? Please sometimes don't talk about Formula One. Sometimes talk about another topic. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. They don't. They just don't get it. Like we've tried to, because um, we go to we go to the NASCAR race um, in Talladega every October, and like we've tried to like invite my parents to come with us because we're like, you know, they've never seen my husband race before. But then like you know, but we were like, well. Maybe we can try and get him them to go to a NASCAR race because it's like, well, you know, it, that's a bigger thing. You know, yes. it's not it's not like a local track thing. So we were like, maybe they'll come for that. No, they're they're not interested at all. And I was like, I'm like, and my my husband keeps wanting to try. I'm like, don't like just just stop like because they're gonna keep telling you no like like there's exactly. no way to change their minds like i get exactly. you want to invite them because you're trying to be nice but i'm like 
they've yeah, told us no for like the past four years. I think I think that means don't don't push yeah. it anymore. You will, will never change. Just no. imagine. <laughs> My parents should pass the road. You know, of course they should like afford the ticket or um, I can afford them ticket, but mm. they like. Sabina, we, did, we just don't want, you know, we just don't want, like, they could see it and they realized, but they're like, no, uh, it, it sounds too much. It's mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how they are too. It's like, oh no, the sounds, mm -mm, I can't do that. That's exactly what they told us. Because I mean, we were like, yeah, look, we'll pay for you to go. Like, you don't have to pay for anything. And no. Mm -mm. No, no, it will never change. It's the sound. They're like, we don't we don't want to hear yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, once um i've never been home mm -hmm. during the race obviously because like i was right. working there. once i was the, uh, at home because the racetrack like uh, exactly near my home i i had to go home and change my clothes mm -hmm. uh, my working shift changed so that's why i had gap um and i, I it, but it was uh, during the race time okay and I heard sounds from the from my kitchen, mm -hmm. uh, where I'm uh, where I am right now, and I, I heard the sound from my kitchen. I was like, "Oh, it's perfect! Can you hear that, the Dad?" I, he was like, he was sitting like that and playing with his phone. He was like, "You can't understand what I'm struggling with here with." <laughs> and he's like, he feels kind of crazy. Okay, he treats me like I'm crazy. Like how the person can enjoy from the sound which is which comes too much I'm like mm -hmm. it's 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 something different okay I, I just can't explain i was like you don't understand sabina like what are you doing like we can't just stand okay i was like okay okay <laughs> As, yeah so it was interesting uh, memory of mine while i was once uh, in seven years at home for for 50 minutes <laughs> I heard that from my home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, the track. So, I'm. I know you mentioned that, like, where you live is not very far from it. So, like, obviously, I've never been to your country, but is it like a pretty small country where, like, the like a lot of people are actually like living around the track, or or no? No. Mm -mm. Uh, let me tell you like that actually our country is quite small not to mm. be country like i don't know uh, like france or like russia of course mm -hmm. uh, but it's the same size with netherlands let me show oh, okay. it's not too small okay it's kind of, uh, almost the same size with netherlands and baku itself is also not too small country it's, mm. it's like it's middle let's say but uh, I live in the center of the of the city. It's kind of the Times Square of New York. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, basically, not so many people live in this kind of center area. Okay. People um, live a um, little bit far, which is 15, 20 minutes away by car. It's not too far, of course, but by car, it's a, like... 15 20 minutes so you mm -hmm. can be everywhere you can be in the center in 15 minutes by car or in 20 minutes by subway or bus the same i mean okay. because of the everything in the center and city is not too big you can be in center too easily that's why uh, not so many people live there but um the racetrack happens in the city center of the city oh, during okay. the races uh, during the race week 
um, uh, the government closed everything mm. uh, through the racetrack and you can't go inside racetrack by bus, by car, uh, only subway or walk. Oh, okay. uh, but we have other ways to go, of course. So uh, in this race week, we, our people already used to it. So in during the race week, they use another way or they use subway or bicycle mm. or I don't know, some like bus in alternative ways. I mean, so yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because um, I know like that is one thing that we've had issues with here is where with race tracks, like they start building like a bunch of houses and apartments and things like that around these racetracks, knowing that there's noise. And then it's like they, you know, and then they start complaining about it. And so, um, yeah, I wasn't sure, like, you know, depending on where you live, you know, like if, if there was a lot of people that live by the racetrack, because you no, guys no, no. obviously do too. <laughs> okay. No, no. Uh, mainly in this type of areas are so many museums, hotels. Mm. Um, of course, there are buildings as well. Like we live in this, we live there too, but not mainly um, buildings. Okay, in most cases, it's because of the center, you can see like Hilton Hotel in the background mm. all the time when they won or something, uh, because of uh, everything is around the center. Right there. Uh, my my university is also there. Interestingly, mm. everything. <laughs> Uh, once, uh, while I was working with uh, like international teams, like um, fun stuff, uh, while we were working, I was like, yeah, this is my house, this is my university, this is my something. And they also asked me the same question, like, <laughs> oh, okay, is everything here? Is all, everybody live in the same area? I was like, no, it's just me. <laughs> really, it's just me. <laughs> so that's why, yeah, it happens a lot. Like, oh, okay yeah it's just that you you and your family chose to live kind of in a city where everything is there like everything is around you which i mean that's really no different than like people living you know here in the u.s in like new york city or yeah. living in la or living yeah. you know in in larger cities like that where or seattle you know different places like that where they they can get everywhere by like walking or, yeah. you know, taking a subway or, you know, or riding a bike or whatever. Like they don't have to have a car to like get mm -hmm. everywhere. Um, and so, no, that I, t I, I totally get it. So like pretty much where you live is kind of like, like you said, it's kind of like Times Square of yeah. your city. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, totally the same. <laughs> like the um, it's our uh, town square because right. we have the same areas as well. When you see the racetrack, um, there are some popular corners, right? Like Charles Leclerc's corner or others' corner. So uh, each corner is like in the middle of the center. So that's why um, all tourists also go there. All people who just want to go out and chill or. I don't know, have fun, go in this kind of places. So that's why, yeah, it's most popular places in Baku. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, I mean, and that's really neat though, that like, you know, you, you live in, you know, in that area. Well, because one thing, it's also more convenient for you since you work at the track, like you're not yeah. having to commute, you know, pretty far to be able to get to work. Um, yeah. But also obviously because you love the cars you get to hear it like you know yeah. you get to hear it all the time and 
you know, yeah, unfortunately it drives your parents crazy, but you know, <laughs> I mean, at least, but at least for you, like, you know, you get to, you get to experience that on a, you know, a lot more often. Um, and I'm sure like a lot of people, like that's something that they would love is to be like able to work at a racetrack and stuff like, yeah. because, you know, it's like, especially if you're a huge motorsports fan, like that, most people that's like the ultimate dream is to work at a racetrack because you get to yeah. be around racing all the time yeah. and it's literally yeah. your job. Um, yeah. yeah. And be, that or being a content creator because you get to be around racing all the time Yeah, and you know, except for the off season. And then that's when, yeah, we all kind of go through that whole <laughs> depression thing of the off season. Um, yeah. But we all understand it. So we yeah. all get to be there for each other because it's like we totally understand, like, because that's how I feel, like how my husband and I feel right now, like with our local racing, because like we don't start racing again till like the end of March, beginning of April, and yeah, we're like we've been going through it. We're like, I want, like I want to be at the racetrack again. Like I'm tired of just sitting at home. <laughs> yeah so i think it's like a bunch of us like go through those phases with the off season and everything because it's like we're not normal people we don't yes. know what to do with ourselves <laughs> we don't yeah i all the time say that to all mm -hmm. people who like doesn't have any idea um working or being in motorsports or being fan of motorsports like it's another world you mm -hmm. should just and it's another well just imagine why uh like ce even celebrities are, are coming to paddock mm -hmm. do you understand like um there are so many mega mega popular artists or celebrities that we can see only in movies or nothing right. else right but we can see them all all in paddock how it's possible just because some of them maybe like should come there but some of them really like it like mm -hmm. David Beckham, I all the time see him. I was like, oh my God, even David Beckham comes to Paddock. Like this is, uh, oh, I, I never seen him in Baku. Maybe he came. For example, I remember um, the people uh, said like in 2017, Justin mm -hmm. Bieber came to Paddock in Azerbaijan, mm. Baku. But not so many people saw him. And uh. there was no media. He just came to support Hamilton and that's it. And he got, he's gone. And I was like, how it's possible? I, at, at this at this years, I was a fan of Justin Bieber. Those years, like seven, 2016, mm -hmm. 17, end of the Justin's era for me. Yeah. <laughs> but in any case, I was like, no, it's impossible. There was like Sabina, like other your workmates told us like he was there, and yeah, I was shocked really. Yeah, it happens sometimes. Like celebrities coming to support, but they don't mm -hmm. don't want to show themselves. Maybe right. Just, I don't know. It, it has their own, like they have their own reason, of course. But yeah, that's, I mean, like this is something even like super popular people, super rich people, mm -hmm. everyone want to see it. So there's something like everyone understand when they are into it. So uh, I all the time say my uh, friends as well. For example, this year, um, what I was said in the beginning, I had a friend of mine that I mm -hmm. forced him to be a marshal. <laughs> I was like, you have to. He was like, oh, application has started. I was like, be, be, be marshal, be marshal, be marshal, be marshal. <laughs> <laughs> so 
being that stuff. I was like, you should understand me. You should go and understand me. And it was like, okay. Um, after like begging him a lot, now he applied <laughs> to be uh, in the to be in, uh, in in inside the truck. I mean, okay, yeah. I mean, sometimes that's what it takes, though. Somebody needs yeah. to convince you know convince them. It's like, hey, you need to do this. Like, come yeah. come do this. Well, and I mean, honestly, it. it he should. I mean, you know, if it's if it's an opportunity that, you know, that he would be, you know, he would be really good at and also, you know, get to experience F1. Like, why I'm not? Sure. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. That's why being a fan is another thing. Being a motorsport is another thing, but you should be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> at least one of them. Currently, I'm taking this two responsibilities, uh, content creation and fan and being uh, behind the scenes. So uh, everything, including. So that's why let's do them all. Yeah. <laughs> you, you took your husband <laughs> as responsibility. <laughs> being in the motorsports, I mean, in, uh, in the side of. Yeah, yeah. And that that's why I created the podcast, because it's like, I wanted to do something in motorsports besides just being a race wife. Like yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to contribute in some way. Um, and so that's why I, you know, I did the podcast and also I do motorsports marketing. So like I actually work with some women in motorsports, like to help wow. them with like their, you know, get sponsorships and I put like sponsorship decks together for them and things like that. So, and I just started doing that. But because that's what I truly want to do. Like, I want to help these women get funded because, you know, I mean, women in motorsports, they they still struggle with that, you know? Yeah. Like, there's, of course. you know, and I definitely want to be able to help them as much as possible. But yeah, it's like, I want it to be able to do something else, you know, besides just supporting him because that's all I've done for the past 19 years. It's like, I want to be able to do something else too, but still contribute to motorsports because I, you know, that's my plan is to get out of the corporate world. Cause I mean, I've been doing, yeah. um, I've been working in the cor corporate world for 20, like over 20 years. Like wow. I'm just, I don't, I don't want to do it anymore, you know? Um, and I was like, what can I do? Like taking the skills that I have yeah. and put that towards motorsports. I was like, you know, and so that's how I came up with marketing because it's like, I have 20 yeah. years of marketing experience and it's wow. like, why, why am I not using it, you know, and definitely use it towards motorsports. So yeah. So that's why I was like, I'm going to do this. And also, you know, I wanted to do the podcast because I just like to talk to people and hear their stories and let them share their stories with other yeah. people. So that, that's great. Like you, you, you have opportunity to communicate with people from all over the world. For example, I live too different from the U S right? Like <laughs> right. Different from us, but in any case, motorsport uh, kind of connects us. So it why does. not? Yeah. And that, and that's one thing that I love about doing the podcast because I get to meet like so many people that I would have never met before. Cause like, obviously you and I were in totally different countries, you know, I, you know, and it's not like I 
ever thought about going to your country, but I do want to. Like, I want to eventually like travel to like every country there is, pretty much. Um, except there's a couple no due to like their government issues, you know. But but yeah, like just being able to meet different people that we all share like a common interest like this, and it being motorsports. That's what I love about doing the podcast because it's like yeah. we get to talk about something that we're both passionate about, but in a different way. It's not like, yeah. you know, it's not whether you're a driver, like, you know, because I talk to drivers, but I also talk to, you know, like you being a content creator or some people that might be like presenters or just maybe they might own a company that works in motorsports or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like I it's like we all kind of have that one common thing because yeah. we're all a part of the racing community and this yeah, community exactly. is massive. So, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. But I'm so glad that you came on. I know it is late where you are. That's okay. I forgot. Yeah, (laughs) no, no, no. You're fine. But no, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. And I loved hearing your story. Like, I think it's amazing how you got started because you did get started in a different way than a lot of people do. Um, You know, I mean, you took the, the opportunity to volunteer at your track. And that's what got you into, you know, into motorsports in the first place. Yeah. And so that, you know, that's a really neat way of, you know, maybe other people, you know, being able to get into motorsports as well, because, you know, they would have never thought that that was an opportunity that they could do. But, uh, but yeah, for you guys listening, um, I will definitely be linking all of Sabina's social media and all of that. So you guys can follow her journey and everything that she's doing. Um, and yeah, no, thank you, Sabina, so much for coming on. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for inviting me. It was a great conversation with you all about motorsports, all about your age, your genes at, at the same time, like how you look so <laughs> So that's why I'm really, I'm really glad to connect with you as well and to get to know you and having opportunity to be able in the podcast at 2 a.m. and like uh, testing myself how I can be able to talk in English at 3 a.m. So <laughs> it seems like my English is quite strong, even in my even if I'm sometimes sleepy. But no, I'm joking. Um, maybe it looks like too late, like 3 a.m., but I'm not sleepy at all because it was great conversation and that's why I never felt like any tiring or something that's why uh thank you again and i hope everyone will enjoy um so yeah thank you again okay guys so i hope you enjoyed that episode with sabina um i i enjoyed talking to her um sabina was a joy to have on the podcast and also i do want to thank her again for doing this so late her um in her time zone um because 2 a.m is extremely late i know most people would not want to be on a podcast at 2 a.m um but also um it's funny because after the conversation um after i turned off the recording we still talked for another two hours (laughs) so she ended up not getting off um the podcast technically the podcast until 4 a.m. her time. Um, But it was because we were just so involved in our conversation. It was like talking to a friend that we didn't, we just 
lost track of time. Um, and sometimes that happens. Um, a lot of times, guys, um, when I turn off the recording with these um, podcasts, we still end up talking sometimes even for another hour or two hours just because like it's just to, you know, BS with each other. And um, and so I've made so many friends with some of the guests that we've had on the podcast and we still keep in touch to this day uh, because, you know, we just end up because of a common interest, we end up becoming friends. And and I love that about you know, doing this podcast is that I get to meet so many women in the sport that are amazing, amazing women. And I love being able to support them and whatever they have going on. And, um, and they support me as well. And so I really appreciate their, you know, their time and their, and their friendships. So guys, um, definitely, uh, share this podcast with whomever you think would be interested in hearing more about women in motorsports. Also, um, definitely um, rate or review on any platform that you are listening to us on. That can be Apple or Podbean or Spotify or um, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Overcast. There's so many, guys. I, I can't even name them all. But definitely do that because... There are algorithms. That's how it works. The podcast gets pushed out to more people. The more that people rate and review it, um, and if you do rate or if you do review, I will definitely um, read your review on the podcast because honestly, I want more people to know about how people feel about the podcast, and you know, hopefully, that'll get more people to listen. So that is it for me, guys. Until next week. Um, take care, go out and manifest your best lives and I will see you in the next one. Okay. Bye.